Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Laurel Sturt, also known as Mrs. Hot, the author of the Amazon bestseller, The Book of Hot. In it, Mrs. Hot opens her life, shares her transformation, and aims to be an inspiration for women. She is also a great complement to our previous conversation about healthy eating, which we will hear about from her. Laurel is an advocate for women living their best lives no matter what their age, and this is important to note and to run with. First, let's hear more about Mrs. Hot's life and focus. Laurel Sturt, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us this morning. Good morning. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And that is my pleasure, and I trust we'll feel that way for our listeners this morning because we are talking about your, I'm going to say it's your new life and a, a great new book that is a, an inspiration and per, as a manifesto, Mrs. Hot, uh, a, a manifesto is just, or rather, the book of Hot by Mrs. Hot. A manifesto is something that uh, is going to give us some really great, interesting insights. And this, of course, based on your own personal experiences, right, Laurel? Absolutely. Now, looking at your website, and we may as well mention that since we're going to talk about it right here. Uh, your website, very simple, by the same name, www.mrshot.com. Now, what's so great about that, Laurel, it's, it's, it's stunning, is seeing the, the before and after pictures. Uh, before and after is not a new concept, but in this case, it's a real wow factor. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's true, though, is it not? <laughs> well, I guess they are kind of impressive, <laughs> if I do say so myself. I did change quite a bit. I would dare say you're like truly a new woman. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like, and I guess it looks like that too. And the thing is, therefore, it was no doubt then the inspiration to write the book. Uh, yes. What I found after I transformed was that um, my women friends wanted to know how I did it and um, what was the secret of um, maintaining it and also, they were very interested that I went out and started dating after 22 years of being single and alone. So I think that this piece of how did you do it, uh, how long did it take, I think, you know, the inspiration to do it is going to be whatever it is for each of us individually. Um, for you, were you, what was it for you? Well... I was, I found myself in my late 50s, and I was in a job from hell, a social service job. I was teaching uh, elementary school in the South Bronx, and it was wildly stressful. And I was raising a son by myself, which was also wildly stressful. And uh, he had issues because he had been abandoned by his father, and I didn't want to abandon him. And so Long story short, I just wanted to be by myself and uh, take care of him. And so I did that for a couple decades, and the stress of it was really too much for me. I mean, the only men on my sofa were Ben and Jerry. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we can perhaps relate with that, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, too many people do, unfortunately. 
But uh, you know what happened? Time goosed me with it's now or never because I realized I'm not getting any younger. So I quit the job from hell, and my son fortunately went off to college, and a lot of stresses were relieved from those things. And I just uh, began my transformation, um, which was a journey of emotional and physical and sexual healing. And then after decades away from it, I entered the world of dating and let me tell you, the contemporary dynamics of that are absolutely mind-blowing. I think of myself as Sex in the City's Samantha 2.0 now. I'm fearless, edgy, and disruptive, but now fully ripened, and that much more wise, joyous, and juicy, because it's my premise that we're not getting older, we're getting bolder. And I love that. Not older, but bolder. And that is uh, really uh, quite a, an impetus, a, a jumping off point for the rest of us. And here's the thing, too. You, you decided now or never. Um, and I think, that obviously, each of us has that opportunity to, to decide at any point in our life, when we have a challenge in front of us, to have that now or never moment. And the thing is... Again, looking at your photos and seeing this utter transformation, it, I think women will find themselves at a place of, uh, oh, I've been out of that game too long. You know, I have too much weight to lose. Uh, I'm just not very healthy, so forget it. But you didn't. You, you totally transformed, and that's really inspiring and hopeful for the rest of us. Well, I'm really glad to hear that because that's what I think of myself as a cheerleader to uh, remind people that it ain't over till it's over. And, you know, the thing that, that differentiates us from uh, younger people, if you think about it, is young people ha consider their lives to have a future in front of them at all times. And that, that's an impetus forward and an impetus to try new things and experiment and adventure and explore and all those things that make life worth living. But as we get older, and especially if depression sets in from the way we're, we're not going to the gym and the way we're, we're eating and, and um, thinking, in fact, is the first problem, um, when you realize that every moment is actually a birthday pregnant with possibility, why not just look at life that way and realize that it's not over and it's never going to be over until you're six feet under. And until then, let's party and let's be the best we can be. Absolutely. <laughs> and to know that um, one of the things these days is there's always uh, this de desire, this ambition for the quick fist fix the quick fix and wanting to have instant this and instant that. Obviously, when you're in a place where, you know, we haven't eaten well, we haven't been exercising, it's going to take a while. So so don't expect a quick fix, right? No, absolutely not. And the, the, the real thing, the first step is to realize that it's possible. You have to make room for that to be possible. And once you allow that, then you have to expect it and you have to do the work, which is make more good choices than bad choices every day. That's all it boils down to. I'm not asking anyone to be a saint, but 
you know, when you don't feel like going to the gym, make yourself go, get up and go to the gym. It's just one self-loving choice after the next snowballs. And before you know it, you have all this, uh, this, this, um, this great momentum that keeps you going and keeps you feeling good. It's, it's all related, you know. You feel so good that you don't want to eat Ben and Jerry's and uh, you will go to the gym. And you, you have to realize that it is a lifestyle choice. I came to that conclusion after m- many years of yo-yo dieting. And um, that's what I'm living now, and, uh, and it works. It so really again, does. this is great. And again, the, your story, the story, the inspiration is in this book, The Book of Hot, A Manifesto by Mrs. Hot. And this seemed to be a natural uh, name for yourself, correct? Just because of this huge <laughs> transformation, right? Well, um, yes, uh, I, I like to say that I went from rut to strut, drab to fab, and shot to hot. <laughs> uh, well, yes, you know, I was born in the 50s, and, and um, the name Mrs. Hot came out of the idea that, that I was born in the white glove 50s, that I still have my white gloves on, but I was um, expanded through the the craziness of the 60s where everything opened up. And then this was perfected in the sex, drugs, and rock and roll of the 70s, which just further liberated me. And so I'm Mrs. Hot. I'm the white glove Mrs. Hot who um, dares to date younger men and have all adventures possible in life. And because you look so fab, there's just this look of, I would say, agelessness about you. Uh, Those numbers don't even necessarily have to come up, do they? Well, not really, because anyway, I believe that age is, in fact, a number, that old cliche. I think we should have vitality numbers. They're way more apropos. When I was eight years old, I believed I was 20. (laughs) (laughs) And I still do. <laughs> I never really let that go, and that's colored my life. And it's, uh, it's, really, it's really been great to have my life, and my life experience and my wisdom that I've accrued over the age, ages. I mean, I'm 63. Um, but with my vibration uh, throttling at a vibrant 20, I mean, this is a, it's like the best of all possible worlds. And... Um, anyone can have it. It's there. Just reach in and take it. It's about reaching in, not reaching out. So it is so much about the way we think, the way that we then feel because of those thoughts. And you're thinking, as you did at eight, I'm 20. There's something magical about that number for you. Uh, mm-hmm. and And it's not so far off because really... These days, when we think about 60, I think it's said that uh, 60 is the new 40, right? Or even younger. Yes, I say it's the new 40 or even 30 because, you know, there are 40 40 million boomer women who are, um, many of them, are refusing to age gracefully and refusing to hang up their running shoes or their sexual allure. And why should they? 
there's just no reason. You know, we, we are pelted with these rules from the time we're born by our family, by our school, by our community, our culture, our religions. They're all throwing all these limitations at us all the time. And nowhere is that worse than when it comes to age. Age is the worst for that. I mean, when you turn 50, right before you turn 50, you get that notice from the AARP, and it's like a text from the Grim Reaper, you know? Insidious, subtle, you know, Social Security and Medicare loom and, and you know, beckons a bony finger. I mean, it's, it's like, wah, you know, you're getting old, you're old, all of a sudden, you know, and, and uh, who said, who said, you know, I really challenge that. I believe you have to live life at full tilt without boundaries and without apology all the way. And just put a huge X, a circle with that X through it, for anything that says, I'm too old for that. Oh, absolutely. Those are ridiculous. Just ridiculous. And, you know, there's this, I mean, I would say that the best way to, to approach old age is obviously to, to, cons- to still think as if you're young, as, as I was saying before, and that there's a future. Um, but make your life interesting. Take classes, join groups, meet people, reach out, volunteer, go to the gym, take a belly dance class like I did. That helped me so much. Take uh, hip-hop, take kickboxing. I do those things too. I mean, they're just so fun and, and, and great, and they have all these great benefits. You know, nothing beats physical exercise for how it affects you in there are dozens of ways that it's great for you, and one of the ways is it keeps you happy. And so when you said, you know, get up and go to the gym instead of just sitting on that couch, perhaps it doesn't even necessarily have to be the gym because you mentioned belly dancing and how good that was. We can find some fun activity that's really going to be very mm-hmm. active and have pretty close or maybe the same kinds of results. Oh, absolutely. Even if you uh, started taking dance classes uh, of any kind of dance, even ballroom dance, that you would meet people and you would would exercise and you would um, improve your brain because, you know, Alzheimer's, for example, and dementia are linked to not learning. As we get older, we need to keep learning something new. And when you're following dance steps and learning a dance, you're learning. Right. So that's something else to consider. Oh, yes, that's definitely a good way to to look at it because that concept of lifelong learning, we we hear it. We just really need to embrace it because it, it truly is a fact. Yes, some people think, well, if you're reading or doing crossword puzzles or playing chess or something like that, it's enough, but you have to keep learning. And you have to keep expanding in some way, travel um, also is amazing for that, for creating new connections in your brain because your brain is a living organism. It's not, uh, it's not, hasn't shut down the last time you took an SAT. You know, I mean, <laughs> it needs, it needs food. It wants to move. It wants to move just like your body does. And the thing that will go on is that. Perhaps we're in a job, too, such as you found yourself in that was just so unfulfilling. You've 
even created new work for yourself this way. And here you are, an author. You're writing, you're blogging, uh, you're connecting and inspiring others. And I also coach. I do private coaching and I do webinars. And it's so fulfilling and wonderful for me to bring women to the place that I've gotten to. It's just wonderful. I'm really very happy now. Hmm. That, <laughs> that is just so excellent. So I admire, and I think, you know, probably most of us uh, would admire the fact that you made the decision, you wanted to be there to raise your son. Uh, and so there you were, you were there for him. I, I hope that he appreciated your doing that. How does he feel now? Uh, well, he's a very independent person, and, um, you know, that's a good thing. Um, so I feel like I did my job there. I created a person with integrity and a person who's whole and and um, is in, in control of his life and stuff. And, yes, he's around, and he is on Mother's Day. He'll tell me he's grateful then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, at his age, you know, he's still young. It's, yes. It takes a while to, you know, become a mature 20, such as we are, right? Right. <laughs> you have to be a, a, a number of years past that to really perhaps have all that emotional development. And uh, also, I think that once somebody has children, they might realize what your mother did for you a little more. That can do it, definitely. Mm-hmm. And so with Mrs. Hot and being this inspiration and you were transform, it was a process of transforming yourself. What was that timeline so that we can feel like, okay, here's what I can kind of be prepared for? Well, let's see. It took me about two years. I lost 82 pounds in two years. Um, the main way I did it was cutting carbs. Unfortunately, all the fun stuff. (laughs) (laughs) We have to name it something different then. Not, they're not fun things, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, you have to start, you know, embracing, uh, protein and salads and stuff as fun food, but it's all right because, uh, you know, I, I realized that I had been craving carbs to begin with because my serotonin levels were so low. Serotonin is a is a chemical in your brain which makes you calm and peaceful. And I was so stressed out in my life that I was just reaching for Cheetos and whatever junk I could get that would momentarily jump my serotonin. So once you once you eliminate certain stressors in your life, that's the first thing that works. And again, we come back to the gym. When you go to the gym, you blow off stress. Again, another uh, benefit of that. So. Um, I would say that, you know, anyone can do this. They just have to, as I said, they have to be more aware of what they're eating, why they're eating. Maybe they're they're in a stressful situation and they suddenly feel like going and getting Ben and Jerry's. Well, why is that? Why not take a moment and look at that? Maybe you need to journal your feelings out, for example. Or maybe you need to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> There we As are. you can tell, I'm a real gym rat. I'm really into the gym. <laughs> so were you at all into going to the gym, any of that kind of physical activity prior to making your choice, making your decision? On and off I was, but I couldn't maintain it because I was so busy and I was exhausted from my job and my, my life as a single parent. I was just so tired. So 
um, you know, it does require some energy. And the main thing is, you, you know, you just have to sit down with yourself and look at your life and say, am I satisfied with this? You know, and being satisfied really isn't sufficient. You have to be thrilled with it, I think. And deciding, this is it. I'm not getting any younger. And I want to be the best I can be. And I want to, I want to be fully alive, you know. I noticed that so many people are existing in existence instead of living a life. And so that's what I call a life a la hot is what I offer women. That's what I'm interested in is a, being truly alive, being being um, available to great experiences and great learning and great expansion, <clears throat> which you can only do if you if you make that decision and if you stop letting limitations uh, limit you, it's uh, they're just artificial and they're the ones that have been created outside of us or, it, or that we've internalized inside of us and uh, they're not real. And uh, there's no point in being miserable. You don't have to be. Have a salad for lunch today. <laughs> and it can be darn good. All the great things we can throw in there it makes it delicious. I know. It's true. It, as long as there's some protein in there, you'll be great. You'll be great for hours. And you can even have a high-fat dressing if you want to do the keto. You know what the keto diet is? We've talked about it before on the air with other guests. It really works great. I mean, in in, in effect, that's what I've been doing without even really noticing it. It's a very, very uh, severe limitation on carbs, and then you can eat the protein and fat that you want. And um, the fat fills you up. Olive oil fills you up. Peanut butter fills you up. Avocado fills you up. So you can have a high-fat dressing on a salad with some uh, chicken or shrimp or other fish, beef, whatever you want in there that's protein, beans. And, well, beans are kind of carby, actually. You wouldn't want to put those in, but... You wouldn't have to stick to this all the time, though. You know, you can put your beans in. And even I tell people, you can have your Cheetos, too. I mean, you just, you don't focus on the Cheetos anymore. You don't have to have the whole thing. Well, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. I can't have them in my house. Uh. <laughs> I buy the small pack, and that's it, because I can't have them laying around. They're going to be gone. <laughs> so that's so that's another thing you just you just know yourself you know yourself at our age <laughs> right you know what you can resist and what you can't so so don't put that kind of temptation in the way or do it in a manageable way so it's if it feels like something that is a treat get the small packages you said yes and what i really am inspired by and appreciate with this wonderful book the book of hot, Mrs. Hot, is that there is this uh, real encouragement and inspiration for women as we get that number higher. The thing is, there's so much experience that I feel we've gone through that really shows so much about what we're capable of to realize that because the world is in need of what we can give back. Oh, my God, absolutely. I mean, we bring so much to the table. Look at what we've gone through. Look at what we've learned. 
it, it really behooves us to, to keep ourselves in physical shape just so that we can be around to pass all that great information on. Right. We're wise, hot crones. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since that term crones has come up. <laughs> right, oh, the wise crone. That's yes. The, that's the, you know, the, the arch- archetype of the older woman. So let's just let's just make her hot now, and see how how that works. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, and as is so apparent, I'm going to go back to those pictures of you on the main page of your website, which is MrsHot.com. Right. Sim- very simple, uh, and really so worth seeing this because. That in itself, you know, that picture being worth, a, I think in this case, maybe a million words, <laughs> is the inspiration that what is possible, that we can really make transformations in our lives, physically, uh, emotionally, mentally. It, it is a mi- mixed bag, isn't it? It sure is. There are more pictures, actually, on the About page that you could compare on my website. And by the way, uh, my Facebook page, MrsHot.com, has a quarter of a million followers. So there are quite a few people, women, who are um, interested in uh, staying uh, bolder as they get older. And let's underline that word, bolder. Yeah, and and, um, that's why I say... You know, change it up. Make your life interesting because when things get old, we get old. And if you don't want that to happen, just keep moving. Keep going forward. Keep exploring. Do the things you love. Write that book. Take that acting class. It's all there. It's all there for the taking revitalize those dreams that were shut away, locked away, boxed away. Right. You know, the way you access those and find out what you really would love to do is what did you love to do when you were 10 or 11 years old? What what could you do for hours without noticing the time? That's how you know what what your gifts are and what you're supposed to be doing and what would bring you the greatest fulfillment. And a lot of people take jobs for money and security, but in fact, they're only they're only securing a misery, a kind of misery, and um, you know they really need to get out of that. Let's say you're in a job that makes you miserable. Well, I'm not telling you to leave your job. Obviously, you have your rent to pay, but you can start writing your book, or you could take a class, perhaps, or you could do something that gives you a glimmer of hope and escape and fulfillment. I just don't buy that we're here on this earth during our short lives to be miserable. I just don't buy it. It doesn't work for me. And there is where we're hearing the coach coming through, (laughs) which is really absolutely important and critical for us to realize that. I, I couldn't agree with you more. We just need to get out of that rut as you said, where you were, you got out of it, and it's very doable to do because 
as we are more mature, we know how to really get ourselves moving forward on that path. Yeah, we should, unless unless we're super depressed, which so many people are, and I was also. But like I said, I felt like time was goosing me. You know, it was time. It, it was it was me not getting any younger, and and um, feeling that um, a, a real necessity to do something about it because I did want to have fun in life and I did want to be happy and and fulfilled and and all these things that we're here to do so you just have to be sick of yourself as I was you have to be there and to hear more to learn more about that fun and what you have done with your life and more inspiration I think we just go out and get a copy of the book readily available. Correct, Mrs. Hot? Yes, it's on Amazon, and uh, I hope you'll enjoy it as much as I enjoyed writing it. It was really a blast. Well, this, I'm going to say, has been a blast as well to have an opportunity to have a conversation and be inspired by you. You really are a great motivator, and uh, I am so grateful that you were thus motivated to share your story and spend time with us this morning. Well, thank you so much, Kate. I just want everybody to take this away. It ain't over till it's over, okay? Just keep thinking that. Remember that. (laughs) Perfect ending words. And with that, we are at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Laurel Sturt, a.k.a. Mrs. Hot, and Sunday Morning Magazine with Amy Riolo. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, Find the podcast on our Warm 106.9 webpage. Click on the On Air tab, then Sunday mornings, and look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of great food, healthy eating, healthy living. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Have a wonderful day and week ahead.